This is Alan. This is Matt. And we are on the vinyl crawl again. This time we are at the Monkberry. The Monkberry. And we are reviewing, or talking about and reviewing, the Paul McCartney album, Ram. It's just Paul McCartney. It was Paul and Linda McCartney. Let's give Linda proper credit. 1971. 71. And the copy we're looking at is a 71 Uh release. Yes, it is. Out of your personal collection. Yes, that album has been upgraded uh, two or three times, and that's a pretty solid copy. Pretty it nice, is, clean yeah. copy. It's in really good shape. Um, I was looking to see, I guess they George Martin wasn't a part of this. You know, I double-checked that as well, um, you know, since here recently he's passed away, and yeah. I don't think he was a part of that one no i mean it's weird how they have the sound engineering listed it just says tim ted phil dixon armin and jim that's all it says for sound engineering okay. so those the and the mixing pets or right, <laughs> the mixing engineer is Irik the norwegian so hmm. make sure and look up his listing see what else he's done yeah in we'll his do career. that and the beer we're drinking is a six point what high res six point high res from six point high res yeah it is um the six point did a six point resin and then they came out with the high res which right. kicks it up a couple of notches raises that and that is six point are they called six point cyclic point brewery so what's the cycliquids that it says on the front? It says six point cycliquids. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of odd. I know it's a the weird... six point and the six point brewery. Yeah, in, we'll just call it six uh, point brewery. Brooklyn, I believe. But these are really cool. They're like little little cans, little twelve ounce cans. Yep. It's ten and a half percent, so it's you know a little steep on the yeah. steeper side. It's all right. One fifteen IBU. Still, I have no idea really what that means. Uh, 11 SRM really have no idea what that means. (laughs) Never heard of SRM. Um, but it's a really good beer. It to me has a lot of, uh, citrus notes to it. Uh Uh-huh. Very Um, pleasant to drink. Almost a little fruity. Yep. Not a hard alcohol at all. No, uh, not overly hoppy, but still has that upfront hop taste. Yeah. It has a little bit of bitter on the palate, like when you take your first sip of it, but the bitter goes away really fast and then you just get the nice kind of fruity aftertaste. It's really good. Yeah, it is. It's a solid, um, what they consider it. They consider this a uh, IPA. It's an IPA. Yeah. A double, I believe. Yeah. Really good though. Yeah. I really enjoy it's it. Great one. Just came out again. It only, it comes out every year about this time. So, and I'm going to go ahead and mention on here that I am a little sick, which is why my voice might sound a little stopped up. But, but Matt has also been a little sick lately, too, with something that comes around once a year. That's right. Called March Madness. March Madness. And You're correct. Refresh my memory. Who's the, who's the leader in the, uh, in the, in the Pfeffercorn uh, bracket pool right now? Oh, the, oh our bracket mm-hmm. pool? I've kind of quit keeping up with that one. Because oh, yeah. there's another pool we're in. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I think currently in the the uh, Gonzo 
Peacorn <laughs> pool. The Gonzo it's, leaderboard. Did you, did you notice? Yeah, I did notice Gonzo that, actually. Uh, I think it's Alan. It is me. Yeah. Yes. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> I mean, I've got West Virginia going all the way, which it's impossible for them to do. So <laughs> right. I fully expect to be knocked back down. But I am enjoying being at the top right now. So. Yeah. Well, I still have Oklahoma in. That's who I have winning it. Are they out already? No. No, they're still in. Still in. Well, I have Villanova going pretty high as well. So as long as they keep keep fighting yeah. along, that'll give me a little bit of a chance. But, man, tough year. Tough year for brackets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, really tough year. Take your money and throw it in the barrel and just light it. Well, enough of this uh, geek talk. Let's talk about music. Let's do it. Um, so Ram is a interesting album. We were kind of talking earlier about it. It's McCartney's second album after breaking off from the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which his first album is just, is it just called McCartney? It's just called McCartney or Bowl of Cherries. Yeah, it has the... Know. Has the cover art that's kind of almost Japanese looking a little bit, right? With like the bowl and the reds yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's an okay album. It's a little more singer songwriter. It kind of feels like stuff that's left over from the you Beatles could tell. days. It's it's um, <clears throat> maybe a, a leftover Paul McCartney Beatles album. Right. This album, to me at least, where he um, kind of gets into more of his songwriting and. He plays, I believe, most of the instruments on it. I think you're right. If yeah. not all of them. Well, a couple of these guys that it says are with him on the album, I think, are from Wings. Okay. Like this uh, Denny Sewell. Oh, yeah. I think he yeah. was in Wings. Yeah. Dave Spinoza, I think, was yeah. in Wings. I don't know about Hugh McCracken. I don't, that name doesn't sound familiar, yeah. so I don't know if he was or not. But this was like just pre-Wings, basically, right? Yes. Because I think, wasn't Wildlife maybe after this album? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's one that people don't talk about very right. much anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was after this. And then Band on the Run didn't come very far after no. that. No, that's true. Um, but but Ram is kind of like his Sergeant Peppers out of all of his solo stuff, in my opinion. Because it's really experimental. Like It is. Uh, you know, it starts really unassumingly with Too Many People, mm-hmm. which was a radio single. Yeah. Like it, it got a fair amount Great of. Great song, too. Great you know, song. it's in the same vein of kind of the Beatles with Penny Lane or something like mm-hmm. that. It kind of has that same flow to it. But, but kind of unassuming, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a pop song. Yeah. It's written well, but just, right. you know, it's just a pop song, really. Yeah. With a folk tinge to it, right. almost. This is almost like his organic album. <coughs> I read somewhere where he called this his hippie phase, which it, you know, I guess that could work into it, but for this type of music, I think to come out in '71, when you're in the midst of Fillmore West, yeah. Fillmore East, Almond Brothers Jam, Santana, that whole sound, this almost much like the band music from Big Pink right. when it came out of that Summer of Love or yeah, '67, I believe, yeah. yeah, in that kind of freshness of you know, maybe it's just McCartney. I'm not sure where he recorded it, but it's like him right. just holding away in the studio, having yeah. fun, making great pop songs, which that's what he is great at. And that's the thing with this one is there's, you know, there's some really good pop songs on there. But then again, there's Uncle Albert, which is... Kind of seems like the odd song out yeah, in the album. But it's... 
you know, in later years, it's gotten more popular. It was on yeah. a soundtrack. I can't remember for the life of me which one it was. Um, oh, no, not that one. Sure, it's been on a few. Yeah, because it's, so, it's such a strange song yeah. that people put it on soundtracks. But, you know, the, the Uncle Albert thing is kind of... I wonder if he didn't write some stuff like that to kind of show people that, you know, when Lennon broke off from the Beatles, he got really experimental. Yeah. And I wonder if McCartney wasn't just trying to show, like, I can be experimental too. I'm not just, you know, I'm not just yesterday. Yeah. I can. Well, and whether it was talked about or not, you know, there was a certain competition. Right. And that's too many people. Yeah. Too many people was written about Yoko Ono. Yeah. Too many people in the studio. To which Lennon came back with, how do you sleep? Yeah. And they yeah, had their little right. quarrel over that. That just hit me. I just remembered that. And but. it continued with silly love songs <laughs> yeah. later on. And Yep. It just yeah. kept yeah. kept going. But um, one thing I really like on the album, I, I love Uncle Albert. That might be my favorite thing on there. But outside of that, I also really like Ram On. I like the title track. Oh, yeah. And I like both versions of it. There's yeah. the ukulele version. Right. That's on side one. Yeah. And then side two, I believe, is the full band version. Right. Where they kind of, they like bring it back in as a refrain and, and start it up again. And it's a little stranger with like a full band playing. Yeah. To me, it seems like he, this was a breath of fresh air. He had yeah. fun making this. And it was, while some of the songs are a little bit maybe goofy. silly yeah. or goofy, like <coughs> uh, Smile Away, you know, it, while that song is strange, goofy, funny, it's very catchy. It is. Which is that perfect McCartney songwriting uh, technique. It's of, catchy in the same way that, you know, on the White Album that we talked about before, Why Don't We Do It in the Road is still kind of catchy. Right. But as dumb goofy, as it is, silly, it's still kind of catchy. song, but yeah. it's catchy, and everybody knows it, and everybody sings it. Which makes it a great karaoke song. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just strange. But I overall I think this is one of the better McCartney albums in his vast catalog. And I had a friend on Twitter that actually works at Modern Vinyl now that was talking about he did a little poll for what's the best post Beatles album by Beatles members. Huh. And he only gave two or three options, I think. One was Band on the Run, which that's that's a given to get right. out there. Yeah. One was, um, hmm, there was a, I want to say there might have been a Harrison. Cloud Nine. <laughs> no, it wasn't Cloud Nine, <laughs> nor, nor 33 and a third, nor Dark Horse. <laughs> <Don't> do- <laughs> uh, it might have been All Things Must Pass. That's probably the given. That's, that's his. And there was a Lennon album. And then I commented to him and said, well, what about Ram? I think, I think out of all three of those, yeah. Ram is still the best post-Beatles Beatle album. Ram, Band on the Run are like right there. Band on the Run might be the more complete album yeah. as far as flow and just brilliancy. But is that Wings? Is that Paul McCartney? Right. Is that, you know. Is Jet on Band on the Run? Is the song is, Jet? Yeah. See, it's got a lot more polish than Ram yes. does. Yeah. Oh, Which, the, you it, know, there's... There's probably eight years between the two as well, so that I'm sure that makes a yeah, big difference. There's only about three or four. Really? Okay. I thought Band I on the Run Band was on the later. Run was '74. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, never mind then. Yeah, and this this is the beauty. 
of all the people listening. We don't have a computer in front. We're not double checking dates. Yeah. This is all memory. Yeah, so. no, no reason to do that. I so think that's it, no I, fun. I think it is seventy four. You're probably right. Yeah, I'm probably just thinking too far down yeah. the road. McCartney too was Ringo? probably like. They didn't pick a Ringo album. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what Ringo? Goodbye Vienna. I mean, is well, that the one that you would I'll tell you? I think it was his first one. Uh Koopa Blues, maybe. I think. Oh yeah, I but always forget about that. But it's a country and western one. album. But Buku Blues, I always forget yeah, about that one. Yeah, Buku Blues, and it's it's a cool album. And there one that's like rock and roll star or some something like that Isn't too, that or you're sixteen or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Ringo albums are so yeah. man. That's the thing about post Beatles, and the same can be said for. <coughs> Stones solo albums because if yeah. you're talking about McCartney and the Beatles the Stones have to drip into the conversation <laughs> right. um, individually the material that the Beatles, individual Beatles did didn't measure up to anything that the Beatles did Right, I don't think. No, collectively yeah. they were much stronger than yeah. apart. Yeah. However, I w- I will say that I think out of all of the the Beatles, the one that had the most, um, the one that had the most experimental and probably important post Beatles career is Harrison, because he did a lot for world music. I True. mean, Dark Horse yeah. is all Indian music, right. and he put that out before the Beatles had even broke up. Yeah. Yep. I think it's Dark Horse. Well, and wasn't... can't think of the name of it, but there's one that's just all Indian music. And it's, wasn't he the one that brought that to the band? Yeah, I believe so. I believe that he know? was the one that brought, like, the ragas and tablas yeah. and things like yeah. that in. And and then Lennon, you know, they, they got to messing around with George Martin and figuring out how to loop their tape backwards right. and make things just tripped out and crazy. Yeah. But, and that's why I kind of think looking... I want to say post... Post Beatles, Ram is probably my favorite album, mm-hmm. but the most important Post Beatles album is probably All Things Must Pass. Yeah, yes. I mean that's that album just started so many things. Right. It, it allowed country rock to be okay, kind of in the mm-hmm. same way the Birds, Sweetheart of the Rodeo did, which all those things mesh into the alt country movement we have now. It's all it all just kind of ebbs in and out. Right. So yeah. I I think. Th- Harrison was probably the most important post-Beatle, I think. But I think the best overall album, to me, is Ram. But Band on the Run can also be argued for just the same. I might give the nod for me to Band on the Run, just because I love that album. But probably what I'll do later... Is Let Me Roll It on Band on the Run? Yeah. Oh, See, it's loaded, man. It's hard not to say that's the best. What I'll probably do is listen to these back-to-back later tonight. And I'll probably go to band on the run yeah but ram is overall you know out of five stars is probably a four yeah you know four and a half did you get a chance to look over the reissue from i think it was the year before last i did i think it was 2014 yeah. they did the expanded i thought about picking that stuff up but this is another great example of less is more yeah you know i don't know if i want to hear the outtakes and this and that because this, even down to the packaging, it's a beautiful gatefold. It is, yeah. The I artwork's mean, great on it. And I think Linda did all the artwork. She did. did. the pictures and art. You can tell that, you know, the love was put into that as far as the total package. You know, I, I wonder if this isn't like looking at that back photo of them on the farm. Uh-huh. 
I wonder if that's not when he was hanging out with Ronnie Lane a bunch. Yeah, because be. you know Ronnie Lane kind of went off the grid. Yeah, he started that whole farm where he had farm animals. Uh-huh. He got rid of like the thing with Ronnie Lane was he was doing the deal with Rod Stewart and Faces. Right, and then Stewart got too big and yeah. jumped ship and went solo to make money, so Faces were left with nobody. Well, and then there's somewhat of a Nashville connection too with McCartney, that where he wrote Junior's Farm. Oh yeah, that's Band on the Run as well. Isn't yeah, that? yeah, uh, yeah. Band on the Run's like a five out of five. <laughs> we should much. just talk about Band on the Run. Yeah, well, you know. But I, Rams are more interesting well, than Band it, on the Run. It is, and it holds important historical factors that kind of go into that post Beatle, early post Beatle recordings. Yeah. Uh, that you can see where they got Band on the Run. My thing is, if yeah, no doubt, and and to me, like whether or not you like either one of those two albums, probably comes from what you enjoy listening to most of the time. Yeah, if you're if you're big into like the '70s rock movement, like with you know Zeppelin and and bands like that and Cream and other bands, Band on the Run is going to be the album. That's your album because it's rocking. Yeah, and like Jet's a rocker, and Let right. Me Roll, it's a bluesy rocker. Like those are. Those are the rocking songs. If you're into more like Zappa or King Crimson mm-hmm. or Prague stuff, this one's probably going to speak a little a little more to you because his arrangements on here, or yeah. even or even like if you're more into like Roy Harper, or if yeah. you're into um, I hate to say it, but even like Jethro Tull and stuff like that. Like honestly, you know how I feel about Tull. <laughs> or you know what, Richard Thompson. That's a good one. Richard Thompson. Fairpoint Convention. One. Yes. That, there's a yep. you can draw a straight line from Fairpoint Convention to. Yeah. To Ram, yep. I think. Yeah. I think more so that than the King Crimson side of it. But the, <laughs> yeah. with the Crimson, it comes with the arrangements. To this, I, I tend, it, I just get an organic feel from it. Yeah. Um, it's just like the way he did Ram on and the way he does Uncle Albert and the way he does Monkberry feel a little proggy to me. Yeah. Just because it has multiple movements to it. You know, true. like that's he, true. But yeah. he always writes like that. He always writes with a chorus that almost completely shifts from the main tune. Even on too many people, he does that. The yeah. chorus on too many people doesn't sound anything like the verse. True. Yeah. So that that's it's probably just a hallmark of McCartney's writing style. Man. The dog, it's always One more time. How does always he in the follow pump. us? He just, Every you know, dogs like Colby too. <laughs> they do. You know, so they do. Luckily, I saw the sign, and it dogs are welcome. So. <laughs> they always are. It seems like every pub we go to, the dogs are welcome. So it's a great thing. It's a great it world is. we live in. Yeah. So Ram, four out of five for you, right? Yeah, I'd probably say four out of five. I would 100% agree. And what what track's your favorite on here? I haven't even asked you that. Which one do you mm. like the best? Well, let's <coughs> see. I mean, mine's an easy Uncle Albert. Yeah, Always. I, I I do really like that song, but I think I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go with too many people. Number one, because it's, it's a great song. It's, well, it's a great song. First track, side one, starts the album off. Yeah, sets the tone. It it's just a great song. You know, and the guitar kind of the guitar and too many people almost sounds like Harrison's playing. I wonder if he didn't play on that. Because it has that, like, My Sweet Lord kind of guitar yeah. playing on it during the little solo bits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So I wonder if he would. I wonder if he didn't guest a little bit because they were always friends. It was always just friends. Lennon and McCartney that yeah. spat so much. Right. Not a Linda fan, are you? Um. Well, no, Lennon. Sorry. Oh, Lennon. I thought you, did you say <laughs> no, Linda? Yeah, or no, I, said, I think I said Lennon. I might have said Linda. I don't know. I got a head cold. That's I could have said either. Cold. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm kind of glad the Beatles broke up when they did. To be yeah. honest, because I think they were going down a dark path. Like if they'd have tried to stay together and stick it out. Yeah. They just had different thoughts for how they wanted to do music, and it's fair because if you look at the first Beatles album, they were only what twenty. Oh, 18, yeah. something like that, maybe. Maybe a little bit older. And then by the time we get to the last Beatles albums, they're already getting to their 30s. So right. it's only fair that they had to call it quits when they did. Mm-hmm.